Hello and good morning, everybody. This is Christy Dole. You're listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. Today is Friday, November 6th, and we still don't know who our president is. So welcome to what is 2020. Um, today's conversation is going to be pretty short and sweet, but I think it's really important because um, I've been thinking about it a lot with this election and everything. And that is, there are really two subjects that we need to start normalizing talking about a lot more. And I want to start with politics. So we all know that they say, don't talk about politics or religion on a first date or with coworkers or really with anyone, right? They tell us not to do that. And I wonder why. It To me, it seems like the less we talk about what we want for our lives and our community, the more separate we feel. Now, originally, I really thought that it was important to talk about where you stand and who you support and things like that. But really, what I want to normalize more, and to be honest, I, I if you guys can't tell where I lean, I am extremely progressive, very um, I don't even know what li liberal means anymore, but I'm very, very progressive. And, you know, I believe in common sense. I definitely, you know, my utopia is a world where we take care of each other. Um, and in this country, you know, where we really take care of each other. And, and that looks like a lot of different things. Um, I certainly, you know, I think any point of view like capitalism or socialism or communism or whatever, if you take it to the extreme, yeah, it's bad, right? Anything to the extreme is bad. So, you know, for me, I don't want anything to be extreme. I just personally want to live in a world where I feel like the people I live around and with care about one another. Um, so, you can obviously tell where I lean, okay? <laughs> um, that being said, I think people are really scared of um, sharing what they believe and and who they support and things like that. And so what I want to recommend or just kind of have you think about is, you know, in this, in today's climate, in, to, in, in today's America, if we are to go out and talk about who we support, what really that does is it actually polarizes the people that don't support you, right? So for those of you that are listening to this, maybe you have very opposite views of me. And so now maybe you don't trust me as more, or maybe now you don't like me as more. And I, and I don't fault you for that. The reason why is because that's how we've been conditioned. Okay. We're part of this matrix, if you will, that really makes it so that it's right versus wrong, you know, red versus blue. Um, this two party system is really what does that. Cause it's like, if you don't think, if you don't think how I think, then you're wrong and I'm right. Right. That's kind of the jam that's going out there. So what I actually am proposing is that we start to talk about politics and community in a way where we're not talking about who we support, we're not bringing up the past of, you know, of, well, that you guys did this and you guys did that. What I'm talking about is really stepping outside of that matrix of one against the other and actually rising above it and starting a whole new energy 
where we just share what we want for our community and for ourselves, right? We share what it is that we actually want our children to experience as they grow up in this country. We talk about how we want to keep ourselves safe in our country. We talk about all the things that matter to us. Um, that is something that I think needs to be spoken about more and leaving out the, well, you're wrong and I'm right and they did this and you did that. And we, we've got to start walking away from that because that keeps us pitted against each other. And, you know, I have definitely been a part of that. I have absolutely engaged in conversations where I'm upset and like, I can't believe this person and yada, yada. And what happens? It leaves me feeling frustrated, upset. My energy is lower. You know, that relationship might feel a little strained or awkward and it's nobody, nobody wins. Nobody wins in that. And I'm all about a win-win perspective. I'm all about something where everyone can thrive because here's the thing, guys, you know, people on Biden's side and people on Trump's side, they all want the same thing. They want to be happy. They want their families to be happy, fed, safe, have a roof over their heads. They want their communities to thrive. They want to have money in the bank. They want to go on vacation a few times a year. Like we all want the same thing. And that's the one thing that we must hold dear to our hearts. And that's the one thing that we must recognize in one another is that we want the same things. So, and I'm going to give you guys an example. Um, in my town, uh, there are lots of banners and flags, if you will, supporting um, a certain candidate. And two of them within a mile of each other are these big, you know, huge banners. They're, they're, they're not like lawn signs. They're just, they're like huge banners, like the kinds you would see like a marching band, you know, one, two people holding at either end to like introduce the marching band. They're like really big banners. And one says no more bullshit. And then the candidate's name 2020. And then the other one says, fuck your feelings and the candidate's name 2020. Um, now I'm not telling you the candidate because I just, I don't want to make this about that. But what's interesting is I drive by those homes and I used to get really triggered. I used to be like, God, why? Like, fine, you know, want someone to win, but why do, why do you have to like swear? Why does it have to be so just obnoxiously in your face, like so aggressive? And then I really, you know, because I'm committed to really seeing everybody that I come across in this world, and that's everybody from Trump to, you know, people that support him to, you know, my neighbors down the street to um, just, you know, people that are just every walk of life. I am truly committed to seeing me in them and them in me, because we are truly all one. We really are. There's enough scientific data. There's enough spiritual awareness that I have that to think that I am separate from anyone, it's just no longer a truth for me. So when I walk this earth, I really do my best, even if I'm, you know, even if my preference isn't that, you know, somebody go and, you know, be prejudiced or racist, but to see their humanity. I will not allow 
the ugliness of this world to cloud my vision of seeing the humanity of every person. So that's what I'm committed to. So, you know, it used to trigger me. And then I realized that these people that put up these, you know, big banners on their lawn for all to see, um, they are just so passionate and so committed to what it is that they think this person can do for them. Um, and at the end of the day, they think that that's going to ultimately help their lives and their family because that's what we're motivated by guys. Humans, unless you're like, you know, psychotically deranged or something like that, you know, 99.99% of humans really are just trying to do their best. They really are just wanting to be happy. We all just kind of go about it at a different way. We have to remember that we all have a different lens through which we see life. You know, somebody that can put up a sign that says, fuck your feelings and their candidate, you know, they have a very different perspective of life than I do. And that makes me curious about, well, what, you know, what's their background? What was, what were the messages they heard growing up? I wonder if, you know, I wonder why they are so strongly committed to letting everyone know that they don't care about their, their feelings, you know? So I think that we need to start talking about politics more. I think we need to start normalizing it. And I think that we need to have conversations where we don't talk about Republican or Democrat, progressive or conservative. We have conversations more about what do we actually want for our community and how do we want to get there? And that's a very different conversation than saying, I want you know this group of people to be locked up or I want this group of people to be sent back to their countries. That's actually not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what do you want for your life and your community? You know, is there a problem that you're dealing with a lot that you need help with? And if if so, let's collaborate. Let's bring our minds together to figure out how to make it better. And let's for let's leave our differences at the door because we really all do want the same thing and we really are all one. So that's the first topic that I really want to encourage to start normalizing, but we really have to be committed to doing it in a way where it's not going to end in arguments. It's, it's, we're not going to get, you know, hung up on who's right and who's wrong, but more just trying to understand what's the deal. You know, what is it that you're looking for? You know, I heard that, um, a statistic that in 2016, 52% of white women voted for Trump. And this year, 55% of women voted for Trump to, you know, I, I, I heard that and I thought, I was a little dis- I was disappointed in my fellow white woman. Um, that was my initial reaction. But then I thought, man, there's something that, that they are thinking that I'm just not that I'm really curious to learn about, like that I'm really curious to step into their perspective and to understand what they're seeing that I'm not. Um, because again, I'm not here to change your mind or you know tell you I'm right, you're wrong, or my values are better or anything like that. I'm here to truly understand so that we can you know all live a very happy life to- together and not separate. So that's topic number one. Topic number two, guys, for sure. Now, this is something that I am very much stake in the ground. We need to start talking about this because, it's keeping um, an equality alive and well. And that is talking about how much money we make. 
you know, that's another one of those old rules of, oh, you don't talk about that and you don't ask that. But after closer inspection, I have realized that the only reason why, and especially in corporate America, you know, this, um, this ideology really breeds and grows in corporate America settings to not talk about how much money you make or ask your colleagues how much money they make. And I think we need to start doing that more, especially women in corporate America, because guys, here's the deal. The only person that's benefiting from us not talking about how much money we make are the people that are making more money than us. Think about that. The only reason why we are being told not to talk about how much money we make is because they, and when I say they, I mean the patriarchy, I mean the establishment, I mean the man, I mean, uh, you know, your bosses. I, I just mean the social construct that wants to keep women quiet and keep women not equal to men. When I, so that's who I mean when I say they. They want us to stay quiet because if we find out that you know our male counterpart who's either performing less than us who's been there less time than us who maybe is not even at the level that you're at if you find out that they're making more money than you what does that do that it's a house of cards that just collapses right so i think we need to really start having these conversations more and more about how much money we're earning we need to normalize women making more money, wanting more money, demanding more money, right? We just need to normalize that more. In my industry, in network marketing, um, we talk about it. I, I mean, you know, and I think for me and for a lot of women, it's kind of like a motivator. You know, it's like, oh my God, like she made six figures in, you know, a year. That's something that it's like, wow, that that's possible for me. Um, but because not everyone's in network marketing, some people get turned off by that and this and that. And here's the thing, guys. Money is simply energy. Everything is energy. I talk about this all the time. And money is no different. It's just an exchanging of energy. And if we are afraid to talk about how much money we make, we are keeping our potential to make more in the dark. I mean, truly. Um, my biggest point around all this is that there's only one there's only a, one group of people benefiting from you staying quiet about how much you make, and that's the people that you know decide how much you make. They don't want you to find out. And I have stories. I mean, I'm sure you have your own story if you're a woman about a time you found out you were getting paid, you know, not what you were worth. I know my story. When I was 23 years old, I was working at. Um, University of Phoenix online in Arizona. I loved my job, loved it. And I was really good at it. And they, there was, um, I was part of a really big group of, I think it was like over 200 people. And they had actually put out who the top, um, I was an enrollment counselor. So when you filled out information to learn more about the online program, uh, you got a call from me. That's the kind of work I did. And so I loved it. I did really well. And as it turns out, I was the number one person in my division out of 200 people. I was the number one enrollment counselor. So I was super excited, very proud of myself. And the number two person was 
this gentleman on my team who I was 23. He probably was like in his late 30s, early 40s. He was married and I remember he had two kids. Really nice guy too, like super nice guy. And um, he was second under me. And I found out because I I asked, because um, back then I didn't, you know, I was 23 and I just, if you can tell, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and I just asked, I said, well, how much, you know, what was your raise? And guys, he got nearly a $15,000 higher raise than me. And he did not perform as well as I. That was my first introduction to income inequality. And I was pissed. I was pissed. And I actually remember what ended up happening was they promoted me to become a manager. And so I never really... Um, I never really did anything about it because I was so young and I didn't know what to do. Um, but I did tell my manager that I was really pissed to find that out. And she just kind of, you know, was like, well, what, what do you want to do? And then they actually promoted me to manager. So I think that was their way of, you know, basically they gave me more work, which is, you know, thinking about it now, <sighs> deep breaths, right? Um, I have a cousin who is a career success coach who's amazing. And she was telling me a story about how she um, was working at a company and found out that some guy that had worked there less that she actually, you know, supervised was making like 15 grand more than her, like something crazy. And again, she just, you know, she was like, what is this about? Like, and I think the first thing her manager said to her is, well, why are you talking about your pay? And she was like, are you kidding me? That's what you have to say to me after I find out that someone that I'm supervising is making 15,000 more than me. They want to keep us quiet, you guys. And I think another podcast is going to be coming out about the feminine energy that's rising here on planet earth. You know, coronavirus brought a new energy. Coronavirus has made us all slow down, go inside, you know, reflect, really start to tap into ourselves and our intuition instead of just being go, 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 busy, 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 do this, do this, do that. So this new energy that's coming in is a very feminine energy, which is just so beautiful. And I'm sure you've been feeling it. And part of this energy is really um, is really triggering me, but not not in a bad way, in a good way. It's kind of like it's kind of like turning on that on button of the structures that really need to come down and things that need to just come out into the light. And talking about how much we make is one of those. I don't have any great tips for how to start that conversation at work, but I do just want to plant the seed that we need to make it okay that we do that. Okay. So guys, whichever way the selection goes, I want you to know that I love each and every one of you, that we are all in this world together, that we're all in this thing together, and that it's all happening in our favor. It's all happening for us. It truly is. And so if you could believe that for yourself, if you could believe that this moment right here was made exactly for you, what would change? How would you feel? What would you do different today? What perspective and point of view would you shift? Would you take on? That is my request for you today is to just think about that. Okay. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Have a great day.